Welcome to episode 137 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So before we get into the thick of things, uh, we want to remind you guys out there that we will be at San Francisco Comic-Con on June 9th. I think the Comic-Con runs from uh, the 8th through the 10th. But on the Saturday, uh, Chew on This will be doing a live podcast show in room 201 from 8.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Reason being, we uh, it's a little adultish, you know, we curse and all that stuff. So uh, we're in the evening show. So stop on by and check us out. And we've, we're giving away prizes and uh, we're going to do one of our famous uh, What the Fuck episodes. So it'll be, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, so famous. <laughs> so very famous. <laughs> all right. So we're here to do Solo, a Star Wars movie, or as I'd like to call it, Solo. An Easter egg movie. Or Solo's so, Greatest Hits. <laughs> that's uh, the movie that we didn't really want. Right. Um, all right, so let's get the boring stuff really quickly out of the way. It is currently sitting at 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, 295 total, 207 fresh, 88 rotten. Oof. For the box off, yeah, for the box office, it... Um, it will do $83 million for the entire weekend. That's really bad. And I'm not sure if that's going to include Memorial Day Monday. No, that's. So, I think tomorrow, sure. yeah, they, they had an estimate between 130 and 150, and then hitting 83, that's really bad. I think tomorrow it'll probably yeah, be like mean, 10 or something, 15. Yeah, the problem with it is, is if it did 83 and the reviews came back high, it would probably have some more longevity, you know, to pick up some extra cash in the second, third, or fourth weeks. But that it's at sitting at seventy, it's it's one of the lower rated Star Wars movies of all time. Um, I think right be- right below or above Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I, right? what I don't understand is why do they just didn't bring this out in December? Because you're you've got Deadpool two and Avengers taking away like seventy eighty million bucks or whatever away from you know uh, from Solo. So you know Rogue One did like one fifty five you know, for the weekend back in December of the year it came out. So I don't know why they had to rush. Like, this is five months after the last one. And uh, and a lot of people were upset with the last movie. So I think maybe right. maybe it's a little Star Wars fatigue, you know? Um, I well, yeah, I mean, right now, Avengers and Deadpool has taken a total away of 50, 58 million away from this movie. Okay. Um, yeah, so almost sixty million. Yeah, and they've both of those have a built in a built in audience, like way better, way better than a, a one off Star Wars movie. You know, this right. isn't a saga movie. If it was a saga movie, it would do probably what it's supposed to do. Yeah, but it's not. So yeah, you know, to and- release it, it to release it in May is, I think, maybe they thought a little bit too highly of themselves. My opinion. They could have waited till December with all the reshoots that were happening, bringing on Ron Howard. So, yeah, I don't, just, I, I don't understand. Just a bad idea. Thinking. A bad idea to release it right a week after Deadpool two. Yeah, and they have like uh, I think the next big one is what Jurassic World, Jurassic Kingdom. Right. So like it's that. probably but not. That's in, in three. That's got three weeks till that. But yeah, still. But you know, I, Deadpool two and Avengers are still going to go strong. Well, they are. Uh, like you said, they have longevity. This movie, I don't, I don't like. After we talk about it, we can talk about whether this thing might have legs or not. But the, but yeah, definitely the problem is a lot of people didn't want the movie. Number one, number two, they put it out at the very wrong time. They really should have waited in December when I don't think there's really a lot going on in December, if I remember right. So maybe and that's, even August. And that's and that's been Star Wars month since you know uh, Force Awakens came out. So why didn't they? Just continue that trend. Um, the reshoots. So I, I was reading that Han Solo cost upwards of three hundred million dollars because they did seventy to eighty percent. They had to redo the movie, so it's almost like filming two movies on a but huge budget. And then the marketing. So this thing has to do like what six, seven, eight hundred, maybe eight hundred million dollars. It's almost like a Justice League situation where they got to make like eight hundred million in order to break even. It's, it's yeah, you're insane. right. This is this is exactly like Justice League because they brought in a, a director late um, into it, and you know, I guess Disney's not afraid to let you know how much they reshot the movie. 
um, unlike Warner Brothers, who we have no fucking clue how much right. um, Joss Whedon did, even though you can kind of tell certain scenes. But, but um, you know, we know how much, you know, Ron Howard did. And, and I will say this. It is, is probably my least favorite. Well, let's just get into the initial reactions. So I'll okay. go first because I just started. But right, I, will, right. I will say this before I give my initial reaction, that for them to do what they did to pull this movie together and to get 70%. Is a pretty good achievement. I mean, look at look at Justice League where they brought in another director, and look how bad that that formula worked for Warner Brothers versus cutter. Yeah. right versus this. I don't know how much. I don't know which one is the original two directors versus Ron Howard in this movie. I can't look at the movie and say, oh, that's definitely Ron Howard. You know, like you could see in Justice League, oh, that's got to be definitely Joss Whedon. You know, there's no night and day with yeah. what they shot before and what they have, you know, in the movie. So I will say on that side of it, it's a pretty it's a pretty good achievement. Um, but my initial reaction, uh, I, I, I thought that I was going to enjoy the movie and that I was going to come out of it thinking, okay, that was pretty decent, but I didn't need it. And that's, that, that is the quickest initial reaction that I can give on any movie that I'll probably ever give because that is exactly it. I enjoyed myself, but I didn't need it. Nothing in this movie except for the last shot. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. in this movie except for the last shot I gave two shits about. I'm like, it was kind of interesting to see certain aspects of it, but I, I didn't like the, the whole Chewie and Han, how they met was not like this, like, oh, my God, that's fucking brilliant how they met. You know, just my imagination was better than what I saw on screen. Right. Or or previous books were better than what I saw on screen. And so that's my initial reaction. I enjoyed it, but I didn't need it. Yeah, What's it was yours? exactly the same. I I went into it very skeptical, and I kind of came out of it going like, oh, the, you know, there were some parts in it that I thought were pretty cool, but I, I nitpicked the shit out of it while I was watching it uh, the first time. The second time I went in, I went with my with my kids and they all just loved it. So I, I had a different perspective of it when I watched it the second time, because I got to see it kind of through their eyes and they were, they were just having such a good time. And it, so <clears throat> this was hard. This was hard for me. Uh, like I, I didn't want this movie at all. I didn't care for it. Uh, I, I did think it was entertaining. You know, like you said, I just kind of walked out like it's, pr it's pretty forgettable. Um, but going in a second time, I was able to kind of really pay attention to a lot of – I caught a lot more Easter eggs, I guess you want to call them, or callbacks or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but to me, it's like – it's almost like – we get it in the movie now. Um, it's almost like if if that wasn't Han Solo, like that was some other dude and Lando wasn't in it either. It was just the adventures of Chewie and some guy. I – I think I would have liked it more because like I I kept scrutinizing Han Solo. I kept scrutinizing Lando. Like when you first meet Lando, that exchange between the between the two of them didn't feel organic to me. Like like it looked like Donald Glover was doing an impression of of Lando at first. And I think as he got more comfortable in it like toward the end of the movie, it kind of worked better for me, but right when you meet him, I was like this is like that dude's trying to act like land, like, you know, like uh, Lando versus like Aldrin Einrich or whatever his name is. Han Solo. Right. He didn't try to act like Han Solo. He was his, that was his no. own thing. That was his own thing. Like some of the smirks he did and some of the, the way he stood and the way he shot his blaster and shit like that was like that looks like Solo to me. But anytime he spoke or whatever. I was like, oh, that's that's just Alden Einreich trying to, you know, as Han Solo. So it's almost like if I went into it and Solo wasn't in it, Lando wasn't in it, it was just all these cast of characters and fucking Chewie was in it, I I think I would have really dug it. I'd have been like, oh, this is like a cool new perspective or new thing to add to Star Wars. That's neat. But that's not what it is. It's a it's an origin story, kind of an origin story. You, know, you never see him as a kid. You know, how did he learn Wookiee and how did he learn, you know, to fly again? This is like when Anakin says, you know, or Obi-Wan says he was the greatest star pilot in the galaxy. I never fucking saw that with Anakin. I never saw like, holy shit. I saw that in The Force Awakens with Poe doing that 
crazy shit over Tokadana. I was like, that's a fucking fighter pilot right there. You know, and so in Han Solo, when he's just like, I, I'm, you know, I'm a flyer, I'm a driver. We got to see him drive something pretty cool. But as far as the flying shit was concerned, like anybody could have done, like Lando could have flew just like that. It wasn't anything special. So, um, well, I, I think like, I, th- I think I could agree with you to a certain point. I, I think w- when I only saw it once and when I was watching the scenes that Solo was actually flying in. You know, he does a lot more than Solo ever did in the trilogy. You know, that's that joke in one of the Family Guy ones when he's like, what do you mean some maneuver? You just, like, kind of steered off and veered off to the left. You didn't right. really do a maneuver. <laughs> right. And, and But in this one, he does a lot of flying. And some of the things are kind of cool, but they're nowhere near the skill level that I saw Poe Dameron, you know, in The Force right. Awakens. So so I have that issue. But, but uh, you know... I think I said to you, I think I said this to you a while back is if you didn't attach if you didn't know who was who you didn't know that was Han Solo you didn't know that was Chewbacca you didn't know that was Lando right and you just saw this trailer there's nothing in this movie that tells me that's anything interesting about this movie no and that's the bottom line of this movie is it's supposed to be an origin story about I I don't know they advertised it poorly because some of it said like it's about Han and Chewie. It's kind of is in a little bit. It's really not. Yeah. You know, basically the entire premise of this entire movie is that Han Solo is in love. He got separated on the escape and he spends the next three years trying to get back to that planet and, you know, to get her off the planet. Poorly. Poorly. <laughs> yeah. Poorly. I, this movie is a, it's a cliche upon a cliche upon a cliche or, or, or whatever you want to call it. Like, um, they borrowed so many things from different movies, but they're like, oh, we never done that in Star Wars before, so let's do that. So, like, there were so many times it was so incredibly predictable what was going to happen. Like, you knew what was going to happen. You know, I actually kind of thought maybe she was going to die and that was going to, like, kind of mess him up a little bit, but... Uh, Which would explain why he's such a dick to Leia. Exactly. So, I, I just... Well, yeah, and, and it still kind of explains that. I mean, she ripped his heart out. She fucking lied to him big time. You know, and 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 Tobias, you know, the Woody Harrelson character kept telling him all throughout the movie. And you've seen that before so many times where he's like, don't trust, don't trust anyone. If you you don't, you don't do that. That's that's happened before. I've seen that so many times in movies. And I'm like, oh, someone's going to betray him because because he kept repeating it. I'm like, someone's going to betray him, you know, and and it ended up being uh, Kira. Well, and Tobias. Tobias almost killed him at the end. You know, he was going to. Well, it was like it was like borderline. It was borderlining, you know, George Lucas in his simplicity of showing certain things in the prequels, like that scene in the in Revenge of the Sith where the robot overtells you why Padme's dying. Oh my God! They did that figured, several times in the movie. That right, drove me crazy too. So in this movie, you you do get that the first time he says it, just because I'm looking at it in my like my podcasting ears and eyes, I'm like, oh, that's a typical Hollywood line that might come back. But the fact that he says it like three or four more times before yep. it fucking happens, and then he says it while he's doing it, <laughs> yeah, was like it's not really a good callback if you keep calling back to it over. So and like over throughout and over the whole again. thing, the movie's warning you, it's warning you, it's warning you, and then when it happens, you're like, oh yeah, you're remind. He actually reminds you that he told you that five times. Yeah, and then when when Han shoots first, like I was like, oh okay, that's cool. Like he, yeah. he just fucking shot. And I was like, ah, that's they kind of. It was a callback to Lucas. It was kind of subliminal. Yeah, um, there was a lot of. Um, th- th- so this is a totally spoiler review. Obviously, um, there was a lot of times where I mean, a lot of references to Clone Wars, to Rebels, to um, future movies. <laughs> I don't right. know how you do a callback to a future movie, but it, 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 they do. Um, but like Beckett like is the one that kills Aura Singh who like you literally saw her for a second. Right, right. And right. Phantom Menace. But they're just name dropping. Um he's like, oh we should have got Bosk, you know, which right. I would have loved Solo, to have seen. Solo trades his imaginary ship in the first time they play uh Sabak, I think it is, right? Is that the game? Yeah. Is it yeah. called Sabak, right? Yeah. So he, he the name the name of the ship or the type of the ship that he says it is is actually the ghost from Rebels. Yep. The main ship. So yep. that's like a huge callback to Rebels. And you're kind of thinking like, 
why are there so many Clone Wars? And like, I'm like, oh shit, fucking Clone Wars and, and Rebels are fucking canon now. Right? Yep. And you find out why. Because I'm going to skip right to it because this is the best thing in this entire movie, quite honestly. It's okay. the best thing in this movie. So, again, spoilers. So, you're wondering why there's all these callbacks to the fucking cartoons. And, it, you know, part of me in the movie was like, oh shit, they just made, they just made Rebels canon. You know, yep. they just made, this is fucking awesome. And then you find out why. Yep. Because the last frame of the film is Darth fucking Maul. Shows up played, at the end of the played movie. Played by, played by, played by fucking Ray Park. Ray Park. <laughs> Ray and voiced Park, by the and guy, original guy. No, it's not the original guy. Yeah, it, it's, it's Sam, Sam. It's Sam. Yeah. Sam Whitner. Yeah. Whitner or whatever. Who yeah. does the voice on uh, Rebels in Clone Wars? Ro- he does yep, his voice. Does both. And, and yeah. you look at his fucking feet and you're like, oh, shit. Now, now Rebels and, and Clone Wars is fucking canon. This yep. is fucking amazing. Right? Yep. So, he, he mentions the planet uh, Dar- Darmathor or something Darth- like that. Darth- and, it's, uh, it's a home planet of Mandalore. So yeah. that yep. makes Obi-Wan. That means at some point in time, right after Solo, he faces off against fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. And Savage, I don't know if Savage is, you know, spoilers again for Clone Wars, but Savage might be in the movie too. Or might be canon as well. I I think at this point he would have been dead, though. Like, didn't so Savage was his brother. Savage ended up finding uh, Maul on that planet, trash planet, with like spider legs and shit. And then he helped him. Then he helped him get the regular legs, didn't he? But at some point, I think Savage was uh, tiny, killed, or (laughs) took off, or something. All right. So what happens is is he takes Darth Maul off his junk planet and brings him to that planet of witches. And they basically right. bring him back to life and give him the robot legs, but he's still kind of mentally fucked up in his head, right? Because he was in a he was in a junkyard, and Obi Wan cut him in fucking half. So he basically goes to Mandalore to take over the planet, which he does. What he also knows is that the queen or whatever she was of that planet has had feelings for like Obi Wan. So Obi Wan goes on this like selfless mission to try and save him. Knowing it's Darth Maul and knowing that he's walking into a fucking trap. Oh, yeah. And Darth uh, Maul. Satine, I think, is her name or something like that. Yeah, right. And Darth Maul does one of the fucking coldest things in all of Star Wars ever. He fucking kills her right in front of Obi-Wan knowing how Obi-Wan felt about her. Fucking just gutted her right then and there. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the more brutal scenes that you will see in a Star Wars movie or any Star Wars for that matter as far as like television and shows and, go and this at this point like maul has kind of separated himself from the sith from the empire he's just doing his right. own shit and he now right, so they have him running the so, crimson dawn right so, so at this point at, at this moment in time because he calls her back to mandalore K- akira right kira's her name calls yep. kira back to mandalore or da- uh, I thought it was called darth dothmir dothmir is that right. a mandalorian Planet? Wait, no, I, I th- no, I think that's the witch planet. Okay, I have to look Is that it? up now because I, well, I, I, don't I could know. have swore it was like, but I felt like the timeline was right as he was taking that he had already taken Mandalore. Okay, or okay. I'm sorry, became like the, uh, yeah, the Mandalorian like prince or king or whatever, and he did it with, um, uh, what's his face, Savage. Uh, let's see. Darth Maul's origins are elaborated upon. He is portrayed as a warrior of the Knight Brother clan on the planet Dothamir, inhabited by the dominant Knight Sister Witchcraft Society, led by Mother Talzin. So okay, so yep. Uh, okay, so it is the Witch Planet, but not. So it could be before, or after Mandalore's taken over. It's very at possible. some point in time. And there is a Mandalorian armor in the main bad guy's uh, ship. Uh, what's his name? Dryden. Dryden Voss. Um, It's a man. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, it's Boba Fett's outfit. I'm like, "Ah, I don't think so. I think that's just a Mandalorian suit. I, you know, this is what I'm wondering. Okay. So when I saw that, when I saw that, I immediately, you know, the same day or the day before um, Han Solo was coming out, it might've been the day of, uh, they announced the Boba Fett movie. Uh, which is going to be written and directed by the dude who did Logan, which that excites me to no end. 
that he's doing some that he's in Star Wars. So um, I'm just wondering, and then I hear you know that there's an Obi Wan movie coming. I'm wondering, are they trying to create some sort of universe on these solo projects, which would be kind of bizarre because some of these people haven't met. You know, like well, the only two people that we know about that have never met or should not have met is Han Solo and Obi Wan. Right, the they don't meet until you, you can, hope. Right, but you could do you could do Darth you could do the Darth Maul Mandalore storyline. You can, but did Han Solo ever meet like a Sith Lord? Like he doesn't believe in the Force no. until no, because Han if at because remember Solo is looking for Jabba at this point in time at the end of the movie. Right, which if they I mean if so he's going to be doing money. his own yeah. he's going to be doing his own shit. But like because they because they introduced Darth Maul. And that now you know Kira is going to be working for Darth Maul. Like you know, Han is going to ex- run to her at some point in time. So what can never happen is if he runs into her, that he runs into Darth Maul. Also, right. not right. that not that Darth, Han Solo and Darth Maul can ever meet. It's just that if he doesn't believe in the Force, I'm pretty sure at some point in time Darth Maul would have showed him what the Force was. Right, right. You know, so it can't happen that way because it completely nullifies what Han yeah. Solo feels about it. Well, what he says, yeah, it's a hokey religion. I don't believe in that shit, you know. Right. Um, but or yeah, you could argue that he's like reverse psychology because he's got such PTSD from it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like maybe like he sees Maul force choke cure and he's like, oh, shit, you know, that fucking right. religion. I hate that religion. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of, now I'm kind of hoping Solo makes money because I want to see where this is going. You know, I want, I do, I do want to see, you know, this other shit. But if this movie doesn't do very well, are they going to continue doing these, these projects? Cause like, I know they signed on for three movies. Uh, all well, you those- gotta understand, their argument would be that, like, look, you, you know, get us a director from the very beginning of the shit and, you know, hire the right person because we went through a lot of hell and you paid double to make this movie. Right. So give us the, you know, they can argue, give us a chance with the proper director and let's have one crack at it, not two different chances. This, this movie opened in China, did $10 million over the weekend, which is fucking it's, that's horrible. That's a bomb. Yeah. That's a horrible, you know, should have done fi- like 50 to 100, you know. It's got goddamn cars, fast cars, does like $200 million in a weekend, you know. Over there. Well, I gotta say, fast. I gotta say, I liked Fast Five better than Solo. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of what else uh, I wanted to talk about because there's so many things in this. Um, There was a lot of humor. Um, The ending, the ending, I thought was so was uh, pretty ridiculous. Like the, um, it reminded me of the Green Lantern ending. In what way? Well, when that. So they're flying through the, the through Kessel, and the way that Kessel, I guess, works is oh, that with the it reminded that, you of like parallax that big beast, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And and in fact, the way that whole thing went down versus the hyperspace uh, was exactly the same. Like this beast kind of, you know, tr- is trying to eat it, and he that's when he shoots the uh, the skate pod oh, away, right, okay? right, right, which distracts him, and then that's how he gets sucked into that to the mall or whatever they call it. I can't That's remember. Right. So, yeah. So I saw that. Some shit. Yeah. I saw that and I'm like, Oh my God, it's fucking green lantern. <laughs> oh, right. Cause parallax gets sucked into the sun. Right. Exactly. It's like, ah, shit. Oh, fuck, I, didn't, I didn't even pick up on that. All I kept thinking about was like, this is the Kessel run. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Because like, this I, is I, like, cause now that I have an imagination of what it is, or I, I mean, I'm sorry. Now that I have like visual proof and canon of what it is, I'm like, who gives a shit if he did that? It's not that impressive. It's really yeah, it was, because I, I think I mean, Lando could have done it. Yeah, they said it was like really difficult and nobody ever goes through it. But saying it and then visually looking at it, I, I, I almost think like I've seen ships do better. You know, like a more yeah. difficult like in the last Starfighter, they, he overcame more odds than, than Han did <laughs> yeah. in the Kessel Run. And not and also so let's stay on the Kessel Run really quickly. Because that's, that's one of the things that really pissed me off about this movie was that you find out that Han lied about his 12 parsecs. Yeah, he rounded down. So right. And I'm like, wait a minute. Higher. So he never really fucking did it? No. See, like they had said, like, it should take 18 to get through. But if you go through this particular way, you can get it. You can go fat, 
go through it faster. And plus, right. he really didn't go through it. Fa- he was in fucking hyperspace. So, like, I don't understand, you know, how is that? Like, wait a minute. Isn't that kind of cheating, I guess? Like, and he, I mean, he had to do it on the fly. He had to do it just right because they were about to be sucked into that black hole. And that was the other thing is, like, it didn't work. The hyperspace didn't work, so it started falling backwards because they were like injected some of that hyperfuel or whatever into the main reactor thing. See, again, it was like a total Star Trek Next Generation ending when in Star Trek, like all the crew's about to die. There's only like two fucking minutes left in the show. And you're like, well, how are they going to get out of this? And then Jordy comes up with like an engineer thing and he explains it all. And then, and then, and then, you know, like Picard's like, yeah, go do that. And then he goes and does it and saves everybody, and then it's the end of the show. Like, it was the same fucking thing. It was like, oh, if we get the thing and we put it in the thing and we do this thing, and I'm sitting there watching it going like, what the fuck? Like, you don't need to explain everything. Just say, go get the thing and shove it in there, you know? And then I would have formulated, oh, that's going to give it like a Fast and the Furious type boost. It's NOS, essentially, for the, for the Falcon. I gotcha. But they had to explain everything. And they did it maybe two or three times in the movie where they had this massive explanation. And I was like, man, I would prefer, like, especially when they're going to do a heist or something like that, I prefer you not tell me the whole plan because I want to see it unfold. I want to see something surprising, you know. And then that's the other thing, getting to more spoilers. They go on that, like, uh, heist where they're going to, like, heist a train and shit, which was kind of a new take on it. I kind of dug the train, how it, like, went through the hills and, you know, folded and unfolded and shit. It was kind of cool. But what bugged me is I don't understand the plan. Why did they need to blow the bridge? What was that going to do? And, and it ended up killing his the love of his life, too. Like, Tobias's love died. And I was like, why did she have to blow that up and die? I don't understand this. Uh, I mean, I did you... either, because the did whole point get... was to detach, detach the train. Like, the train. The, yeah, the last de- train. Detach... detach pieces of the train and hook up to the cargo that they need and fly off. Why the fuck right. did they need to blow the, the, did I, I think I missed something. I watched it twice on. I'm like, why did they blow that fucking bridge up? I don't understand. Was there someone behind them coming after him? Like, I don't, I don't get it. And then this Enfys Ness character, which was kind of cool. was like showing up on every planet. I'm like, this is, where's their ship? How are they getting around? How, who's funding these people? What what is the point? Why, you know, why didn't they? Why aren't they? You know, getting the shit before those other people show up. Why don't they have their own plan? Like eventually, at the end, they're just like, you know what? We're gonna hang back, let these fuckers steal it, and then we're gonna steal it from them. Like I got that. I was like, okay, you know. But there's all this like, it's almost as if they needed an origin story for this movie because I left there scratching my head with so many goddamn questions. Everybody knew everybody. Kira knew Tobias. Kira knew this person, you know, like knew all these people. And Han, you know, I guess was stuck in the military for three years. So he doesn't know anybody, but it's, it's just weird. It's kind of a, it's almost like a John Wick situation. Like everybody fucking knows everybody. And, uh, well, and here, it's a big, it's my... a big world. It's a big goddamn world. You know, or big. Here's my biggest problem with this movie, or what I was afraid of. I was afraid of things that I would thought were so awesome in my mind about Han Solo that this movie was going to ruin it. Like, like midi chlorians almost ruined the force for me until you know they they brought the new saga along. Right. You know? So I I was afraid of a midi chlorian situation with Solo, and it kind of did. It kind of did ruin it. You know, them meeting. I always pictured something completely different with how uh, Lando and, and Han met. Not at uh, not their first meeting actually be at a poker table like fucking Casino Royale because that's what that scene was. Yeah, those two scenes were Casino Royale. He loses the first time, and then you know he's going to win the second time, right? Especially since they showed you that he was cheating, you knew at some point Han was going to figure that out. Right. Right. So it ruined like and the Kessel Run again. I was like, in my mind, he did something cool that makes him the best pli- that makes him the best pilot, right? Because he did the the, the castle run in twelve parsecs. But now this movie takes it away from that, not completely rewrites it and says like, um, all right, well, he never really did it. Yeah, there was one thing I didn't mind as much, and that's how he got his name. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like he didn't really know his last name, and he just said, "I'm alone." 
And the guy's like, uh, Hans, let's just say Solo, Han Solo. And then, of course, they kind of answered the whole, like, why Lando calls him Han, you know, thing, because he was the only one that said that. Like in Empire, he's like, we've got to save Han, you know. I was like, why? I thought it was Han. So I thought that was funny. In the movie, everyone was calling him Han, and then when he meets Lando, he says Han. And he's like, well, it's Han, but whatever. You know, it's like kind of a dig at him. I was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. And then the whole, like, I'm not even sure how to how I feel about this, but there was a part where, like, he goes, I hate you, and he goes, I know. And he says it, like, with a smirk. And, like, a part of me was like, oh, that was cool. And another part of me was like, well, shit, that just kind of cheapens, you know, the Empire line because the Empire line is so fucking iconic, you know. And uh, I just felt like almost kind of like this whole movie cheapened Han Solo a little bit. It it really did, like, the whole thing uh, just felt like it. And then plus, like, knowing his fate, knowing that he dies the way he does, knowing that his relationship with his father kind of, like, is is repeated with him and his son Kylo, or uh, Ben, and uh, and so it kind of depressed me while I was watching. I'm watching this young virile man like run around do all this shit, and I'm thinking, well, you're gonna fucking die in forty like forty years, so he's <laughs> uh, gonna stab you on a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. So um, yeah, you you made the Kessel Run, but you got fucking stabbed by your son. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, you're you know, Khaleesi didn't really like you. You're not going to end up with Khaleesi, so it's not that big of a deal because you're going to end up with a princess. <laughs> right. So yeah, you're gonna, shit. yeah, you're going to get so much, much better later on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like there's no there's no Khaleesi without without Princess Leia. So you're going to you're going to fail upwards. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Like watching her like fight and defeat Va- Voss was kind of cool. But yeah, yeah. I do. I do kind of want to see more where where this goes, but I just don't know. They got to make they got to make a shit ton of money back, man. Well, here's the thing: is like like I said, it's like it's nothing we wanted, you know. Like no, when the, but when you but, see all this stuff happen, it's like it's like watching Gotham. You know when you know when Bruce is put in a situation with whoever it is, one of the main villains, you know, uh, Alfred. It could be Catwoman. It could be Poison Ivy. None of those people are gonna fucking die. Do you know right. why? Because it's not fucking Batman yet. So none of these people are going to die. And you're like, when you see Chewie on the train about to get decapitated by the side of the mountain, you're like, you know nothing's going to fucking happen to him. Right. There's nothing you can tell me or, or or show me on screen that says, holy shit, Han Solo might die. So, you know, there's nothing that you uh, can do. And I, that's why that's why the story needs to be stronger right. because you already know that there's nothing you can do. Well, and with tr- the poor story, it wasn't that great. Yeah, they tried to skirt around that. They tried to give um like we found, we got K2SO at Rogue One. Now you get a character that is so like really human like to the point where yes. like to the point where like holy shit, like does she fuck Lando? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Uh, um, and I, I don't know. I just didn't buy. I didn't. I didn't really buy it. I was like, well, I think this is a gimmick, because K two was. I mean, as good as it was, it was. It was still a little gimmicky. But this one felt really forced. Like the, some of the jokes and things that she did, I was like, I don't think. Like this is a sophisticated fucking robot. Like to be able. Well, to in the do beginning, that. in the beginning, I thought the same thing you did. I thought like, oh shit, this is just another K two like thing. Going on here, so I need like another robot, you know. So, and but she grew on me. Her story kind of grew on me a little bit, and ends up being like the most interesting part of this movie. Yeah, because of what happens to her. Um, right. I, I I never saw that coming. I thought that was pretty cool because there's a line in either A New Hope or Empire when C three PO hooks up to the to the hyperdrive or hooks up to the Falcon, and he's like, "Yeah, it's speaking this weird dialect." I was like, oh, shit, I wonder if he was – now I wonder if he was talking to, you know, talking to L3. So, Well, it's know, the same thing also with Han because when as soon as they uploaded her her uh, guidance system into that, it started acting all quonky. Yeah. Like remember that it, it, the hyperdrive wasn't working or something wasn't working right away. Right. And, but then it immediately made me think of other scenes in the the first two movies when Han is actually talking to the Falcon. When right. he's like, remember when he's like – you know, hold it together. Wait, is it Lando that says "hold it together, baby"? They both or say it like at different right. points. Right, they both say it, and the, and that scene was fucking awesome to me 
because it made me think of those two scenes where right. I was like, oh, fuck, they're really talking. Like, it's never kind of known. Like, those are the cool Easter eggs, right? Like, yeah. I'm okay with some of that stuff. But the shit that, like, that is iconic of Han Solo, the Kessel Run, how him and Chewie meet, that shit got cheapened for me. Yeah, as soon as they said feed him to the beast, I was like, that's Chewie. It wasn't right. it, it wasn't anything, you know. My son was sitting next to me. He's like, oh, shit, they have a rancor? And I was like, no. Like that, no. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> That would be cool. I, it, it, yeah, it would have been kind of neat, but no. And then um, that whole That would have been actually better. That would have been better to see how his, like, version of how to defeat a rancor versus what Luke did. Right, right. Um, I just wrote the. I just wrote a better scene. <laughs> yeah, because like Chewie would have beat the shit out of him. I, that was the other thing. I was like, how did he? Like, yeah, he started speaking Wookie, which I thought was fucking weird. Because um, I'm like, oh man, like we, we've all tried to do that. We've all tried to talk like Chewie, but and you don't and you don't kind of understand like, you know. Uh, um, how we learn Wookiee. I mean, unless you were like a super, super fan that have read comics and books and things like that, where he was raised by Wookiees, you know, they kind of got rid of that and just put him running around on Corellia, Corellia, you know, with Proxima, you know, that weird creature that is like sensitive to sunlight. That was fucking weird. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's I like mean, a psycho, psycho version of Alice in Wonderland. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, totally, totally. That that weird centipede looking thing. Um, yeah, man. I I don't know. I I feel like also that Disney is sucking up to the fans and kind of trying to rewrite what what Lucas did and trying to, you know, uh, you know, make fans happy, do all this fan service and stuff like that. I I also feel that if in order to movie to make money. I almost feel like it needs to kind of be spoiled for people that don't want to go see it because there are some shit in there where it's like, oh, man, I, you know, I could see where some people would go like, oh, I should have went and saw that because that is kind of cool or that makes me like interested in the next one or whatever. So, But other than that, the movie is just kind of meh, you know, just kind of like, all right, you rewrote some of the shit that we thought we knew about Solo, whatever. It's not nothing groundbreaking. Uh, but there's little things in the movie that were kind of cool, you know, some callbacks and um, and some Easter eggs and stuff, too. And then a lot of times they weren't in your face, you know, like you had to kind of root around for them. But, um, oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about very quickly is that the first time I saw the movie, I don't think they had the music up really, really loud. Because I usually try to pay attention to the music in a Star Wars movie, especially like Rogue One and then this movie, because John Williams didn't do it. Um, and I had a real problem. I had a real problem with the soundtrack at first. And then the second time I went, um, someone on a forum was like, what do you mean you don't like the music? Like, you need to go and listen to it again, because there is a lot of John Williams influence. His his like protege did the music for this movie, and he had a hand in writing the theme music for Han because Han's never had a theme music. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. So I listened to it the second time around, and I have to say that maybe 75% of it, of uh, the music I really enjoyed. And some of it was like um, I, I didn't think was great. And then there was other music that was total callback to John Williams, like you know some of the Star Wars music, the, um, uh, the Empire music. In fact, they played the Empire music while Han was watching an Imperial commercial you know, on to join the Empire. Yeah, you know, they were right. playing. They were playing the Emperor's March. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's a little meta, but all right." Um, so anyway, uh, what did you think of the music, or did you pay attention to it? <coughs> I did because, like, every th- now and again, you would hear. I would hear the the theme music for. It was kind of. It, it felt like watching like Rogue One, where you know it had its certain themes to it, but. You know, you would know when, you know, Vader showed up, you heard the Vader music. Right. You, know, you heard the Empire music when you saw the Death Star or, you know, them building the Death Star. So it was kind of like the same thing. It, it kind of hit a couple times where you heard a lot of the callbacks to Star Wars and Empire. Um, but, you know, overall, it's like it didn't, I was, I, it wasn't amazing to me. It's not it iconic, okay. right? Yeah, it's not like no, iconic no. where you're. Where you just like, oh fuck, I love that music, you know. I it you know what I, I will. Yeah. No, no, I mean what I was going to say was, you know, a lot of these offshoots, like the Avengers 
theme music isn't that great, you know? And that's what I think, actually, the DCEU wasted, just like they're wasting Henry Cavill. They wasted all the great music Hans Zimmer came up with. God, I love I love um, Nolan's Dark Knight music. I love... Um, actually, I actually don't mind. I like the Wonder new Wonder Dark- I love Wonder Woman's love. Uh, the Man of Steel music just, God, gives me chills sometimes oh, yeah. when I listen to it. The music was so much better than the movie, and they, you know, and and I don't get a lot of that music from, from like uh, the Captain America one is easily, you know, it has a kind of kick, um, a, a hook to it, and the yeah. Avengers kind of does, but it's just not memorable to me. No, um, I, I can sit down and listen to the Dark Knight. Um, I listen to the Dark Knight uh, soundtrack once in a while, but I've never gotten the the any Marvel music. No. And that, that's what it's kind of like for these solo and, and Rogue One music was that, you know, it was it worked, but it wasn't something that I'd like want to listen to over and over again. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even like the last Jedi music, um, I, I, I dug a lot of the music. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's like they have like a like. Uh, a cheaper a cheaper crew that they hired to do the music or something like I don't know like none of these people I, I recognize I don't recognize any of the names on anything um, you know I think I think a lot of the major composers are going to slowly start disappearing and we're going to be left with you know uh, music we don't really care for like uh, like the the 80s and 90s and 2000s you know we've we've witnessed like you know john williams and danny elfman and like uh, hans zimmer and james horner all these like fucking fantastic composers and we're going to get to an era eventually where you know we're not going to recognize the music anymore you know it's kind of depressing i'm hoping like something starts happening you know where we start getting this iconic music again um so real quickly before we actually go into our ratings i want to know i'm curious to what your uh, Star Wars movie ranking is of as of right now, uh, I have my list, but I'm curious. Uh, uh, and you can go from one to ten, or ten to one. Probably one to ten is what we usually do. I think with Star Wars movies, like what's your top, and then go all the way. Well, to how many 10. are now? There's. I think there's. there's I think seven, there's uh, ten. I think nine. there's. I think there's. Well, there's nine. eight. Well, there's eight episodes and two offshoots, so I think there's ten. Oh. Oh right, and then if you want to really get technical, there's eleven if you count the Clone Wars, but I don't count that shit. It's like <laughs> it's like five cartoons, five twenty minute cartoons shoved together. <clears throat> I would I would probably say at ten and nine would be ten would probably be Solo. Nine would be Phantom Menace, Wh- and I think what? the only reason why Phantom Menace is nine is because I was more anticipating that movie than anything. You know, it's it's still a saga movie. Well, so but, I had to have it. But go on, so. go. Don't go on that. Go try to go on, uh, like movie wise. Like, it, was it a better movie or a worse movie? Instead of okay. anticipation, well, in that wise. case, so like, yeah. Well, okay. In that case, then, like, Phantom Menace is still ten. <laughs> I don't think anything is going to. Yeah, because that. based because based on anticipation, Phantom Menace would be like number three. <laughs> you know, like it'd be, it'd be way up there. <clears throat> okay, so ten is Phantom Menace. Uh, nine is solo. Oh wow! Eight, eight is Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. Uh, yeah, uh, Attack of the Clones. Well, yeah, Attack of the Clones is worse. Then Revenge of the Sith. Then what's left? Uh, then the Last Jedi. Then the Force Awakens. And then it would be three is Return, Return of the, the Jedi, Jedi, then A New Hope, then Empire. Okay, where does Rogue One fit in there? Oh, I missed Rogue One? Yeah. Fuck. This is what I get for trying to do it on the fly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got it written down. So I, like I would probably put Rogue One between, I think, Jedi and Empire. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, your list is vastly different than mine. Um, okay. So, so I, you know, okay. So as a, I guess if we go as the best movie, it would be Empire. Um, but right. but as far as like, 
you know, if we're going to go with like uh, my, my first love or whatever, or the movies, uh, the way that I like them or something like that, A New Hope is still, you know, f- number one for me and, and Empire would be two and Return of the Jedi would be three. So like the, the Holy Trilogy is like, to me, is like pretty much solidified uh, as to top three, unless something crazy fucking good comes out, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, and then I have Rogue One because I did like Rogue One more than Force Awakens and only like after subsequent viewings. Like I, I've watched both those movies a lot of times and I think Rogue One's the one that kind of grew on me the most. Um, and then so Rogue One, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. Um, then I have Solo. I, I felt I felt because I've seen it twice now and I actually liked it better the second time I saw it. But I just, I don't know, those prequels have just, I, I think for a, forever, until the day I die, those things have burned me like like eating, you know, hot Thai food and having a burning asshole. Those things have burned where, my ass. Where did, I, where did I have Solo? I, you had it between Sith and Attack of the Clones, I think. Okay. So, um, but then I have Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace will always be the last, no matter what fucking, you know, if they have... Like Nyan Num, the Star Wars story, I still think that would be better than Phantom Menace. Well, especially since we met Mike Quinn, it probably was way better than Phantom Menace. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway. So, all right. So, enough of that bullshit. Uh, let's hear diversity ratings. You go first. Um, I'd say probably Jan Brady, even though Lando's in it, but I'd say Jan Brady. Is it like, you know, a bunch of white people and Lando and Thandi Newton? That's about like or Val or whatever her name was, right? That's remember. about it. Yeah, those are the only two. That's pretty. I weird. mean, even Chewbacca, even Chewbacca, it's a white dude playing Chewbacca. Well, even <laughs> so. uh, well, even uh, Durant or whatever his name was, that was played by John Favreau, uh, the right. voice. So. And then uh, L three was was a white woman too. Um, well, that's pretty fucking depressing. Uh, <laughs> oh, they the do. Oh, and, Brady. I mean, Enfys Nest. Infus Nest, I think, was, I mean, she was different gender and race, um, but I couldn't quite place. I don't know. Um, she looked like Infus Nest looked like a young Maya Rudolph from Saturday Night Live to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I love that character. Um, <clears throat> so what's yours? Yeah, so I'll, I'll go. I'll go Jan Brady too. Soft Jan Brady. Um, and then as far as uh, uh, chainsaws are concerned. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to say two and a half. Um, oh. Yeah, I was going to say three, but I'm like, nah, I think this needs to grow on me a little bit more. I don't know. For right now, I think it's just it's just earns only half, and that's because half the shit, half that movie I liked and the other half I didn't like. <laughs> so there you go. I'm going to split it in two. Uh, I'm actually going to give it three lightsabers, and that's probably as high or as low as I'll probably ever go in this movie. Um, because I think the problem with it is that it was a Star Wars movie. That's yeah. my honest opinion. If if this was just a Ron Howard space opera type cowboy movie, yeah, take right, out Han, yeah. Chewie, and Lando. Take those three out. Just and replace, replace the names. Them. Yeah, the names. Oh yeah, that and too. It, it wasn't. It wasn't well, too bad of a film. You have like, to replace it, it Chewie. A, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but like it's it's not a bad film. Honestly, it's not that bad of a film. But because you have Han Solo attached to it and Star Wars attached to it, it doesn't meet the expectations right. of me anyway. But right. it, again, it's not a bad film. There's not too many plot holes in it. There's nothing that made me say, "Well, this is completely fucking stupid." Like if you if you were just if you just showed me this movie and it wasn't Han Solo and they weren't going in the Millennium Falcon and they weren't about to do the castle run and you just named it something else, it was just like, you know, I don't know, fucking Apple Nutbag River, right? <laughs> like someplace in the sky. Let's call that. And, you know, you tell everybody, you, you build it up to this place where nobody's ever even attempted it because it would be, it would be complete suicide. And he does it in 12 you know, kilometers, I don't fucking know, 12 seconds <laughs> or 12 minutes, right? He right. does it in 12 minutes. I would think, oh, that was, that's pretty cool. He must, he must be a really cool pilot. But because for 20 fucking years or over 20 years for me, you know, I'm I'm led to believe that 12 parsecs on the Kessel Run is fucking huge. And right. then you show me that. You Look, it wasn't it. that it, 
Yeah. It wasn't that it wasn't impressive, but this in my mind was the Kessel run. Right. You know, you, you, there was nothing you could have done except met my expectations for the right. Kessel run. And they, and they didn't. Like, but again, right. it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just that it happens to be the Kessel run. That's why. It, it's it's so weird. Like, I, I start thinking about other lines in the movies later on where I'm like, well, wonder what that was like then. Like when like when uh, Lando is promoted to general. He's like, general? He's like, yeah, someone might have – someone must have told him about my, my move at – you know, in the Battle of Tanab, and I'm thinking, well, <laughs> what maneuver was that? Like, you just, like, hid behind a mountain or something, <laughs> like, hid or some shit for a while, and then at the last second came out and shot him? You know, like, what move was this? Like, I want to know now, like, every little line where they start, you know, oh, I, I used to shoot Womp Rats in my T-16 back home. Okay, well, I want to see that shit now because you've built this <laughs> shit in my mind. A, there's going to be a Luke <laughs> prequel where he's, like, right up – it leads right up until – he says the famous like that well, was gonna go to Tashi Station line, right? Like, that's the that's the next prequel we're gonna get is Luke, a Star just, Wars story, right? And Sebastian and, and Stan, Luke, yeah, Winter Soldier's Luke, gonna play him. He's gonna play. He's gonna be all, like half the movie is him sitting on that chair, playing with his T sixteen hopper, like uh, action, like collectible. That's right, what's gonna be right. That's where he shot the Womp Rats. That's when you find yeah. out, like, oh, it's just a video game. right exactly you're like wait a fucking minute it's like a nerf thing like there's a button there's a button on the t16 hopper and it shoots out like the nerf bullets right you know like because that's their turn like that's like an almost adult toy for somebody like luke because like i had i had a nerf gun when i was in my 20s so why wouldn't luke skywalker right exactly so it was uh, (laughs) i start thinking about all these these like iconic lines i mean the the biggest one is when you know, Obi Wan says like, "Oh yeah," like uh, when Luke asks Obi Wan, "Do you fight in the Clone Wars?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then when you actually see the Clone Wars, you're like, "What is this?" Like, basically, yeah. basically, we just duplicated a bunch of troopers, and they're good guys right now. But then eventually, they with the switch, uh, you know, with the executive order, they turn bad. I'm just like, "That's fucking weird." And and here's the other thing: Why would you call it Clone Wars? They didn't start it. It's not about the clones. You're, we're not I was fighting always, against clones. I thought yeah, we were the, fighting the against clones. the clones were fighting for us. Yeah. So, like, that's, yeah, that's what I was like, ooh, what's the Clone Wars? You know, that sounds, it's just like there's going to be, like, all these clones of, like, the same people fighting for, like, their rights or some shit. That's going to be awesome. No, it's not that. It's because of a trade <laughs> it's dispute. It's not that. Right. It's because of a fucking trade dispute and like, taxes. You know, like, uh- <laughs> That's what kinda it's like, about. Kind of like now. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't want to, the the trade federation and all the all the people didn't want to pay taxes into the fucking republic, and it's like that's really what the movie is about. But you can't go Star Wars, a movie about taxes, a tax like, story. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A tax, a, like, a tax income. They brought it out on like April fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> brought it on tax day. Yeah. This tax season. <laughs> yeah. In a world <laughs> where Federation disputes witness, happen. <laughs> witness the beginning of the tax wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> or it was the Jar Jar that actually yeah, started the Clone like Wars. The, the Clone Wars. Like, yeah. Uh, but like the, it was never about the Clone Wars. So like you know what the actually the most interesting thing they actually could have done instead of Han Solo? They should have done Princess Leia. Oh man. That would have been her, cool. her, her growing up in like born like a boarding school type area where she had to learn politics and shit like that, you know, like all that stuff. Her coming to like her own, and they should have strong, the strange, like the They should have the the Stranger Things girl player too. Like the total opposite of like Luke being a wuss, a whiny little wuss, right? Yeah. You see Leia, like the strong young Princess Leia. You know that would have been fucking badass. I would have seen that because you don't really, nobody really talks about Leia's background. There's no Kessel Run reference. You could have done anything, and it would have been amazing. Yeah, it would have been cool. You imagine her in like boarding school, just like screwing all the all the boys in the bath in the boys' bathroom, and she was smoking. That would be a bad one. Yeah, smoking that's, in the- <laughs> that's like that's like like that's like if AMC took over Princess Leia's story. <laughs> like, like Bail Organa's like fuck, man. Like I put you or in this like the writers, school. the 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 TV show writers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> This Jedi, like, this, is- this Jedi dropped your ass on my porch. Like I didn't want you. <laughs> Your mom wanted you. 
Right. And now he's just up there on the fucking hill. I can see him. Yeah. Creepy fuck. He's always staring at her house. I've called the cops on him plenty of times because I think he's a fucking pedophile. He's always staring at Luke. <laughs> fucking creep. Yeah, that, that old Ben. That old Ben's at it again. Yeah. There's all these, like, he comes up on their fucking app for, like, you know, how many sexual predators in your neighborhood shit. And it says, like, it says... <laughs> It says Ben Kenobi in a red yeah. in a red dot. <laughs> it's like it's, it's the only red dot there. There's like fifty of them at most Eisley. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, this guy, this guy's an There's outlier. like just one beeping one, right? Like, and Uncle Ben's like, Uncle Ben's like, of all the fucking water places I could have fucking chose to evaporate, I gotta pick one right by the only fucking pedophile. <laughs> Outside of Mos Eisley. Yeah, it's like, it's not me. Fuck. It's this other guy. Fuck. Goddamn real estate agent did not tell me about this. <laughs> Didn't, like, I think in Shadows of the Empire, Luke, like, stays at Obi-Wan's palace, like, plotting to... Um, did you say palace? It was a hut. A hut. Sorry. <laughs> it was a palace. <laughs> I was Obi-Wan's that, a palace? No, I was thinking of Jabba the Hutt's palace, like, when I was thinking, oh. like, he was planning... Doing his plot to get into Jabba's palace, but I called him. Oh, okay. Let a Freudian <laughs> slip one. there. Obi Wan's planet. Have you even seen Star Wars? It's gonna fucking little like, hut. It's no like, bigger than Yoda's. Like everywhere Luke goes, like Luke goes in Obi Wan's head. He's like, "What a piece of shit!" Then he sees the, the <laughs> Falcon. What a piece of shit! <laughs> and right. like, everyone's like, "Hey, fucker." Your stupid land speeder's a piece of shit. <laughs> Why are you, you little whiny bitch? <laughs> Why are you with this pedophile? <laughs> You're just like your dad. He was whiny too. <laughs> yeah, he, he built was. a he built a pod racer, and he was like, "We, this is a little shit." Yeah, it's a good thing he won that day. <laughs> yeah, you it's didn't really think thing. like like Luke like he grew like. Anakin grew up on that planet, and Luke never heard of him ever. Like I know that yeah. Uncle kept him pretty sheltered, but you thought at with one the point, same Dean. You with think the same, it, how many Skywalkers in Tatooine? <laughs> but you'd think he's at Tachi Station. He's like, why is that little kid's name Anakin Skywalker, and why is he standing next to you know that pod, you know that pod racer with with you know a gold prize? Like, well, he's a, he's like not, not to mention that Anakin <laughs> like is the only human to ever win a pod race, right? So you like even by be, chance. He would see him yeah. in a trophy case or some shit. Exactly. Like Harry Potter, you know, they, they of course, he went to the same school right. as his dad. But, right, but right. they said, hey, your dad was a, was a, cer- a seeker, too. And he's like, oh, well, shit. How many other fucking pod racing, like, <laughs> tracks are there that run through that run through Moss Eisley? <laughs> None. Like, you saw that track. It was, like, fucking 50 miles long. <laughs> it took there's up, just, like, half the planet of Tatooine, according to George just, Lucas. <laughs> there's just the one. Yeah, they would have found like he would right. have There's figured just out the about one. his dad. He would so, have found out about so, his dad. Yeah, or somebody would have said to him like, "Hey, your last name Skywalker? That's weird." Because the only Skywalker I ever heard of is Anakin Skywalker. He was the only human to ever win a pod race. Yeah, why is and then he last... went off to and then he went off to become a Jedi? Why isn't your last name Baru? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or Lars. It shouldn't be Lars. Or Lars, yeah. And Bar- oh, yeah, that's right. Owen yeah, Lars. that's right. Owen Lars first name. Oh, Baru is his first name, huh? Yeah, so Baru why Lars, isn't your yeah. last name Lars, you little piece of yeah, shit? Yeah, it should be. To hide your identity. Wouldn't yeah. that have been better? Like, He's... are you trying to tell me, like, you're trying to tell me Skywalker's like the Smiths? Like, it's a really popular <laughs> name? You know, like, Skywalker's They're a really like, popular some name. St- some stormtroopers like, some stormtroopers like, hey... Your you, your last name is a lot like <laughs> that one guy who turned yeah. bad and killed all the Jedi. <laughs> the guy that the black guy in the black suit, Darth Vader. His last name is Skywalker too. <laughs> Do you know him? <laughs> you guys related? <laughs> you, you whine just like the both of them when they were kids. You know, I'm gonna call him up and and ask him about you. <laughs> I'm gonna check. I'm just gonna check. I'm like, hey, Darth. A funny fucking thing that happened. <laughs> You're never going to guess where I am. I'm on fucking Tatooine. I don't know why either. But listen to this shit. There's a guy. There's a kid here. Same last name as you. 
He got I've never heard of a Skywalker anywhere. He hey, we need to go see Maury Povich right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen any. I've been to a shit ton of planets. Never seen anybody hey, with the last name Skywalker. Hey, I, I I went to this uh, place and I killed these two people and they were like, "Please spare our son, Luke Skywalker." And then I killed them, and like that name sounds really familiar. Is it, is that like hey, Darth? <laughs> didn't you say you used to live on Tatooine? Yeah. This can't just be a coincidence, right? Hey, didn't your mom die like right here? Yeah. In this one place. Yeah, wasn't her name Skywalker too? <laughs> This is really fucked up. I think you should right. come and here. Did, didn't, didn't she shack up with some guy named like Lars? <laughs> right? Well, this guy, this Skywalker kid, his address is Owen Lars. It's coming up Owen Lars. That sounds that sounds just like the last name of your stepdad. It's it really sounds weird, really man. familiar. Yeah, I think you need to come here. I, I know you should the probably Empire. check this out. <laughs> You know, if I, if I, if it's if I'm wrong, egg on my face. You know, <laughs> you could you could force choke me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure. In fact, this kid kind of looks like you. Like I'm looking at a picture I'm of right, you. <laughs> if I'm right, I'm just saying you might have a kid out here. Just saying. I don't know if you are that type of dad, but you know, th- this kid looks like shit. I mean, he's got he's got like one outfit. And then, like, yeah, at the, at the, he's the Vader's like, fuck you. And then at the end of the movie, the Death Star blows up, and that stormtrooper ends up surviving. He's like, I fucking told you. Like, I told <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't listen to me. <clears throat> he's like, on, a, he's on the starship. He walks up next. He walks up, and he's like, <laughs> stormtrooper walks he up. He works on the like, starship. Yeah. Hey, he'd be like, hey, uh, Darth, do you, what, was the, what was the kid's last name who blew up the Death Star? <laughs> What was his name again? Yeah. I, I keep forgetting. Tell me what his name was again. Yeah, Vader's like, he's like inside this mask. Was I'm it, looking was at it you Lu- funny. Was it, was it Luke? What was his last name again? <laughs> the same name I told you to go check out on Tatooine. You told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> sent me a fucking middle, you sent me a middle finger emoji, you piece of shit. Yeah. Tell me again. Tell me again what that kid's name was. Who was the best car? <laughs> how are you going like, to spin just, this? You're just How are you going like, to help, how do you spend this to help Emperor Palpatine? <laughs> how do you spend this, Darth? You're like, you're like I'm going to get on the horn, and I'm going to call him up. And he's just like, he <laughs> kills you. Just like yeah. immediately kills you. They're like, why'd you do that for? He's like, uh. It's like a, it would be like an ongoing gag, like a family guy <laughs> gag that never ends. For like, like three every, movies. Every five yeah. minutes, like, every five minutes, like, the stormtrooper pops up and, like, Darth Vader's TIE fighter and be like, hey, Darth, what's the name of that kid again? Death Star, what's his name? And like, and then he like pops over the porta potty or like the, in the, in the, in the urinal, in the like a, in the chamber. Toilet. He's like, <laughs> he knocks on it here and knock on the window. It's like, it's like, hey, Darth, um, well, I, I was just passing by. Um, how you doing? What was that kid's name again? Tatooine? Was that the same kid who blew up the Death Star? Just checking. <laughs> Wasn't sure if I had my notes right. Just wanted to make sure I got this right before I reported back in. <laughs> you're fucking dead. He's like, you're, you're going <laughs> to die. I'm going to kill you. You're like, you're like, good luck finding me. <laughs> Vader, <laughs> Vader's, Vader's helmet's off. You know, because he's like, he's, he's got the helmet off. Like the guy comes in and is like, ooh, you look you look like you're busy, but um, I just had a quick question, and then I'll get out of your way. And then I'll get out of your way. And then you go back to all this shit. Um, what's the kid's name again? That's <laughs> <laughs> <Star>, remember? <laughs> like, you remember? Like he's, like, you he's like, when I get out of here, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he, get, <laughs> he gets out like you just run into the bunch of stormtroopers, and he's like, good luck finding me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's just running. As he's running down the hall, he's like, I just want to know. What was that kid's name? <laughs> Still fucking he goes, Vader. He goes over the fucking intercom. <laughs> Darth hey, Vader, please Skywalker. come to the courtesy desk. <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader, please come to the courtesy desk. We have a message for you. You get there. The message yeah. is like, what was that kid's name again? <laughs> In the memo, it's written, it's written on a post-it. <laughs> it's written on like three post-its, right? The first one is like, what was that kid's name again? And Vader yeah. rips it up. The second one says, I was just checking because I forgot. And the third one was, 
Was it on Tatooine? That's <laughs> all. on post-its. Could you imagine if she's on post-its in Star Wars? He's like, he gets like a phone call and see Emperor, and he's just like, and then Star Troopers, you better, <laughs> you better get that. <laughs> you better. <laughs> Darth, Vader's, Darth Vader's getting ice cream, <laughs> and the guy is disgu- the storm stru- the stormtroopers disguised. <laughs> As an ice cream vendor, but he doesn't take <laughs> off his he doesn't take <laughs> off his suit. <laughs> he's just everywhere. <laughs> he, he's got like the hat on from like Baskin Robbins and the and the apron, but he, he still he has it over his storm stormtrooper outfit, and Vader doesn't notice that something's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like, like to. I'd like to think. I'd like to think he'd go to like hot dog and a stick or something. <laughs> <laughs> so the stormtrooper's a street vendor. Yeah, it just has that huge, weird, <clears throat> colorful hat on, and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, up. oh, you want you want a corn dog? By the way, uh, that'll be uh, four fifty. Was that kid's name Anakin? <laughs> He's like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he starts running away again. <laughs> oh I just my god. Know. I just want to awesome. know. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Skywalker? <laughs> or do you think like Watto before he died on his deathbed, he was just like, hey, you check into that guy. I think that's Anakin. I think, I think, he, I think he became Darth Vader. It's just fucking crazy. Like, Stormtrooper like gets you know hit by one of the blasters from the Rebels because you know, Stormtroopers are really bad at aiming. And like his last phone call, you think he's gonna like dial like nine one one to get the ambulance out there, but his, it's one last phone call to Vader's cell phone, asking him the name if it was Skywalker. I <laughs> <laughs> think he's gonna like call for help, call for like the military, <laughs> you know, <laughs> ambulance, hospital shit. It's like no, he just calls Vader one last time. Like, he's like <laughs> coughing up blood and shit, and he still fucks with him. <laughs> He's like he's like 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 Yoda when he's dying. He's just like come closer. He's like Mr. Hankey, <laughs> Mr. Hankey, <laughs> come closer. He's like yes. He's just like what was that kid's name again? That he just fucking dies. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. <laughs> and then Vader, and then Vader does the shitty no from Revenge of the Sith. Because he didn't get a chance to kill. <laughs> right. He's like I finally caught up to you. Like yeah, he had bounty hunters after him. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett was on his tail. <laughs> oh shit, that's messed up. That's, that's our movie? version. That's our version of stars. I wanted to see that. <laughs> so solo, a Star Wars movie. So solo, yes, ends like Green Lantern. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't think that already, then you're probably going fuck. <laughs> basically, is... you watched the two. Basically, you watched the two-hour trailer for a Darth Maul movie. Now you want. <laughs> That's totally true. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just solo the trailer for Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a meme right there. There's a meme brewing. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Maul, Star Wars. Uh, what is it? A Han Solo movie trailer? Fuck. That's that's crazy. Darth Maul, a Han Solo story. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, that was uh, episode 137 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later.